super. Right, so I guess uh, episode two. Instead of it being coffee with friends, that coffee was shit. So it's Pepsi Vanilla and Aloe drink with friends. Yeah, uh, you can I say I can't pronounce that shit, but it tastes good. That's all I need to know. So pilot episode two. Topic today is uh, expectations in a relationship. Hmm. All right, Mr. Phoenix, would you like to go first? Or want me to do it? Hmm. Okay. So. This is pretty simple for me, because to me it should be common sense. Expectations to me should be are simple, should be simple. I hate to go biblical, but that whole do unto others as you want done unto you, I think it's something that really should be at the forefront. Um, don't do nothing to somebody you wouldn't want done to you. If I date someone. My expectations are so low because I feel like it should be common sense for someone that states they care about you. Someone that states, I want this to work. I want to be with you. All this and that. To me, there shouldn't have to be a guideline set up because this should be commonplace. It should be whatever. If I'm with you, I just respect. That's the number one thing I want. I want you to respect me as your spouse. And respect could be a lot of things. Don't do something because you know it would anger me. Don't do something because you know if I did it to you, it's going to piss you off. Don't intentionally push my buttons or do something to get me angry. Like, it's so broad, but it, to me it's common sense. Like, it's fucking common sense. Why would you do flirt, even if it's playful, if I did it, you know you'd be mad. That shouldn't be something that should be said. That should be an expectation that should already be done. That should be common sense. Do you have friends or you do, if you do stuff when you're single, obviously there's going to be things you do when you're single. That's fine. Stuff like if, let's go for an example, you and I, let's say you and I are single and we go out. Is it a problem that we give our numbers out? Is it a problem if we kiss more than one girl that night? Is it really safe? Is it really, it's probably not the best thing, but is it an issue? No, because we're not with anybody. Now, if we start dating people and we still have that, that boys night out and we go, that expectation should be that we cannot do that anymore. It is not okay to playfully flirt. You know why? Because you don't ever know the other person's mindset. You can know it's playful and know that you ain't going to do nothing because you're with someone. But does that person know? No. No. So that's not normally a question that's going to come up like in right, a bar. Right. Well, that's why you need your own. Well, that's why I think it's common sense. Like if I wouldn't go out there and put myself or do or say something in a position where uh, something is read wrong, where that's going to happen if I'm dating someone. That to me is commonplace. I think it's an issue because I've dealt with it recently where it's like stuff has happened. I'll give an example, right? An expectation. This is a perfect expectation where you would think the mindset would be different, right? Okay. Right. So it's um, whatever. We're, we're not dating because... I hear dating nowadays technically means you're single to this newer crowd. Whatever. We're together. We are girlfriend and boyfriend for all intents and purposes. And we're both kind of in a rut because of certain things that happen that in future episodes I will go into detail with and stuff will come out. Right? So, you know, we're both kind of sitting there looking for work. Um, we're both we're living together at the time, but we're looking for work. We're both a little frustrated because we're applying for things and it's just not happening. Right? And we both, not going to say use a break, but we both 
just if we could, we could we would want to get away for a while. So she gets that lifeline from a friend of hers, right? Who's like, I'll pay for your ticket to come to Cali. Just come chill here. I, you know, I have a place. I mean, I work, so you know, you'll be kind of by yourself. But X, Y, and Z, whatever the case may be, yeah, a, a decompression period. Yeah. Now the issue I started having with that was, my first question was, is there a history between you two? In that way, because if there's a history between you two in that way, I'm going to have an issue. It's and it's not the point of trust, which was thrown in my face. It's the point of, again. This is a, something that you're putting yourself in a position with someone that feel that their feelings were there before, and you might be putting yourself in a position where it could be overlooked or something can be over taken over what it really is. Okay. Me, she told me no, wait, and I found out later that was bullshit. Wait, Go ahead. Wait, let me clarify. So, this was a male friend. Yes, it was a male friend. Sorry. Okay, it was a male friend. Yeah, My bad. I took it initially like, okay, that was her girl power. No, no, it was a male friend. And you know what? Whether it was a girlfriend or not, because of the situation we were in, I still wasn't completely happy. You're going to run to California. Understandable. Se- second issue too was well, okay. Well, when you're coming back? Oh, I don't know yet. That was my second issue. Yeah, because it's like you're about to run. Not even that. How do you go away and be away from a spouse and you have no return date? Where you're cool with that, dude? Like. I, I didn't agree with that. I didn't agree with, too, that there was a past there, that I know there was, because I read that there was a past there, and you're telling me there really wasn't one. Like, don't lie to me. Let's have an adult conversation and tell me, yes, and tell me why it didn't work out or whatever the case may be. I know why it probably didn't work out, because you both live on the opposite sides of the U.S., and if you were going to if you were gonna try a date, because I don't think they did try, if you were going to try a date, it would be long-term, and you both agreed it wouldn't happen. That doesn't mean that there wasn't conversations that I sat there and read where dreams and certain things were said of what they would want to do to each other when they saw each other. So, yes, of course, this has to be talked about because this is a past that could very, that well, could very well come out or whatever the case may be. And, of course, I was being told that I was this and that and blah, blah, blah. But the expectation should be at least have – it goes back to the respect. At least have the respect to talk to me about it. Don't lie and say no, nothing ever or this – yeah, well, that's something. That's something. That means whether it's not there now, at one point in time, there wasn't feelings enough where that stuff was talked about, where I should be at least have a conversation with you about it. Then I go on and I read that she's like a sleeping situation. He's like, I have a couch. I'm perfectly fine with sleeping on that. You can take my bed. And then she goes, I trust you enough to sleep on the same bed with you. That to me, that yeah. (laughs) See, that to me is that to me shouldn't be an expectation of something you should do. That where it goes to respect, yeah, and common sense. Like that's whether you know for a fact or not that you trust someone not to do something that way with you. You you're dating somebody. That should not be. That should not be on the table. Yeah, because Lord knows if a chick climbing your bed, that it'd be a problem. Now now I understand if he would have offered, and you're like, ah, I mean, I trust you, but no. No, but you're saying it's okay. That's a problem with me. Yeah. So now it makes me think like, whoa. Where else is this happening? Not also that. Do you really care about me the way you say you do? Like, trust or not. Now you're giving me you're giving me a pause of a concern to question whether I should trust you. You may not give me stuff before, but that gives me a cause to concern. What I, should I trust you? Because are you going to call me every day to check in? No, I don't expect that. Like, I'm not your fucking dad. You care. But. You put that out there. Now there goes back the history that you lied about, about stuff. So of course now I have to question, and then when I question, I'm wrong. Okay. So that's a good example. I feel like of see if it was shoe on the other foot, it would have been. This is something I I, I would love to go visit her, but I'm not going to because I'm looking for work. 
I could sense by us talking and the history me and her may have it that where you could feel uncomfortable. It wouldn't have even got to the position, especially with no return date. It would have never even got to the position of me saying, I trust the bed with you. And trust, two weeks later or whatever it is, when she was calmer and not in her emotions and she talks out of rage, she told me that was really inappropriate. Like, I didn't mean it the way it came out, but that was really inappropriate. And I'm sorry. And you're right. If it was you, I'd have been hella pissed. And I would have been like, you're not going. So maybe it's just a not I wouldn't say mind frame you know everybody has a history when it comes to relationships so maybe her expectations for shit or she saw that as not a problem and maybe what we had or what we had expected from each other may not have been on the same level or it is because I feel like sometimes she's more of the <coughs> do what I say not do what I do type like yeah. she can do what she wants to do and I do and it's like nah nah son I don't think so yeah boom yeah alright so my expectations to a relationship Again, are very simple. I am a mellow person. I will not impede what my significant other wants to do or try to do within reason. Now, that being said, a lot of the times that was misconstrued in my early relationships as I'm a doormat, which was not the case. It was, I understand you had a way of being. You are your own singular entity. So I'm not going to impoverish rules and impose these restrictions on your life when I am just now becoming a factor. Right. So for me, one of my expectations when I get involved with somebody is understand understand ground zero. Because without ground zero, you can't build in the sky. Humans have not figured that shit out yet. And if you do, please leave a comment and tell me how the hell you figured that shit out because I'm, I'm dumb apparently. <laughs> Any rate. So, since we cannot build something on cloud or in the sky, I would love, I need to understand what makes you you. And from there, again, like you said, it's simple. At that point, I'm like, look, this is my past. These are like my big no-nos. We, we can't talk in circles. If I give you an answer, trust and believe, that's my answer because I'm not going to lie to you. Now, I, I have to touch on this because I understand... Some people are like, a lie is a lie, or withholding information as a surprise may constitute a lie for, for you picky fuckers out there in the world. I'm talking to you. I tell people, if I'm going to do something for you as a surprise, I am not going to tell you. That's the whole point. Now, if you happen to not, you have like a bad past where people lie to you and hurt you, I understand that. Cool. I understand you may have some misgivings, but don't lump me in with them when I am not them. So if Terrell or Amy or Tanya sat there and said, hey, I got you something, but instead they were fucking your cousin, that's not my fault. Now, don't you think that's a little, I'm not saying a little hard, because as someone who's been there, it is hard sometimes to, not, dif not, not dif I don't want to say differentiate. But sometimes you have those, and I don't want to say PTSD because it's not fair to those who actually have it, but there's going to be those moments because I've been there where something happens and stuff you thought you forgot about, snap back and come back and it brings you back to that place. That's something that's hard to overcome. Okay. Yes. So I understand what you're getting at. This okay. is why I said we need to understand ground zero. Mm -hmm. So if I'm at ground zero with you, I understand that. Okay. If I'm going to do something for you as a surprise, 
I know how to go about it because we already gone over this. We ironed out these details already. I got you. I get what you That's mean. That's what I said. So you're already putting it out there. So you already know, hey, X, Y, and Z is my past. This might happen, blah, blah, blah. So understand when it gets to this point of something happens, we're going to do this so we can try to work around it. Exactly. So it doesn't slap you in the face if it happens. Exactly. Okay. So that way, I'm not trying to walk through your minefield of a past if you have one like that. Because, you right. know, everybody's dirty. Just call it what it is. Everybody got their secrets. Everybody had things done to them that they don't talk about. And... I, you may not have to give me the exact clear-cut reason this is what happened XYZ down to a T, but you say, hey, um, you can't hug me at night because something happened in my past. Maybe when we get a little bit little bit like further on, I'll explain it to you. But coming up behind me when it's dark and trying to hug me, I just don't like. That way, I understand that there was a situation that happened that puts you in a bad mind frame. So again, I'm not... So when it's nighttime and I roll over and I go to hug you, if I get elbowed, I understand what the fuck happened. Right. All right. I get that. Okay. So understand. I again, I'm very. Un, I'm a very understanding person. I'm very mellow and laid back. But when you start trying, when people start to walk over each other and take that kindness that is awarded to your position in my life as a given, that's where for me lines get crossed and at that point we need to reevaluate some situations mm -hmm. that that's my take on expectations if we if we have a ground zero we have less chances of running into big problems later on now do you think there's certain uh, events i think there's certain events that will happen certain things that happen that maybe the expectation changes now um for instance if you have a spouse that cheats i think now the expectation it evolves onto what I feel like is maybe the norm expectations and now add-ons. And it's not add-ons because of whatever, but it's, it is, you, you, it's going to be natural. Hey, the, the normal add-on, the normal expectations were there. You cheated. So now you took advantage of not only my expectations, my loyalty, my trust. So now there are more expectations for you to try to gain those back to show me that this is not going to happen again. There are going to be added stuff. Like, I don't agree with a lot of things like I know that there's like there's some guys who didn't I want to know everything that she does and you know I did that once and I was like you know all I'm doing is really mentally exhausting myself yeah that's not that's not but then there has to be different things there has to be I'm the type that's always been like and I've always said this at the beginning of relationship don't lie to me if you're gonna lie to me it's what pisses what's gonna piss me off worse is when I find out later compared to if you tell me the, the truth right off rip Right. If I find off later, then it pisses me off that all the time in between I was being lied to. Right. So I'd rather you fuck someone by mistake and your 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 fucking twat is still soaking wet. You haven't dried it yet for you to let me know what happened or say, hey, we need to talk. Then okay. for me to find out later whether it slipped out or somebody brought it to my attention or something was said and now it comes out, because now it's not going to piss me off. We're we're not going to have a normal conversation. And that and that I understand. So. There is a, so for all you biblical people out there that may be listening to this, there is a section in, I think it's Leviticus, where if a spouse cheats, it's up to the hurt party to choose to forgive and keep the relationship going. Okay. In this day and age, there are a lot of cheaters. And it is impractical and quite honestly unfair for a cheating party not to expect to have for lack of better words consequences because that is more than just a betrayal of 
a vow you made to that person saying, hey, I'm committed to you, that is a, you stole that person's innocence at that point. That's the way I see it, because initially your love was pure, and then you tainted it with this third party. Unless, like I said, at Ground Zero, you established like y'all relationship was like open or some crazy off the wall shit like that, because you know you crazy people are out there. So, at that point, that person has to regain themselves because they lost it to you and to this third person who you decide to bring into your relationship. Now. What your expectation at this point to go off is to, like you said, earn that trust back. And I'm saying cheating's maybe a, a large, maybe a common big scale problem. Mm-hmm. Now, the same thing happens if you two are like have a joint bank account and you two are always talking about what goes in, what goes out, and then a decent sum of money, money, I'm saying like 80 bucks, vanishes. And your spouse comes to you and then you... Now, if it's like a present, just say, hey, I got something for you, but I don't want to tell you what it is. So that way you avoid the issue of them even considering cheating. Mm-hmm. Or consider that you just went and blew $80 just for the hell of it at like a bar or gambling or something like that. You know, so that's my take on it. All right, so as we wind down, we are going to our rant. I started last time, so Sage, you got the floor. All righty, so look, expectations are a must. It, it just is what it is. There are certain things that are inevitable in life that you need to understand, like, like life and death. Life and death, inevitable. Expectations, inevitable. The number three, inevitable. Understand this. There's always be somebody higher than you in the food chain. Inevitable. But when you get involved with somebody and you set these expectations, these are guidelines that you are agreeing to either consciously, subconsciously. When you take on this vow to another person, you have to remember that this is who you chose to be with. Nobody forced your hand. Nobody put handcuffs on you. Nobody has a gun to your head made you take the decision to be with this person. You decided when you opened your heart, they opened theirs, and you have a goddamn responsibility to this person. It's why I believe that you're not supposed to break up without exhausting every effort. Because if you do, your expectations are worse shit. Which means if your expectations that you set for yourself are worse shit, you are worse shit. Point blank period. You know what? I know it's not even the whole two minutes. So, end it all. Fuck all y'all who have no expectations. I think the rant should go down to a minute. Sometimes two minutes are exhausting. It is. I think we'll reset them to two. All right. Um, Normalcy. To me, it's common fucking sense. You shouldn't cheat. You shouldn't lie. You shouldn't put yourself out there for others if you're with someone that's committed. These are expectations, but these are normal. Maybe I'm old school. I don't see what the problem is. I hate when I get the... I don't want to do something with you. Why? Uh-uh, I just I don't like spending time with you. Expect you gotta have to sometimes get your head out of your ass. Sometimes expectations should not have to be set. I hate when something is done and you go, well, you didn't say I, I couldn't do that. Well, 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 you know what then? Then you don't really fucking care for me because then that's not something that should have been done if you care for somebody. When you have kids, you have to understand when you have somebody who's pregnant, whether they lose the baby or not, things like that also jump it up emotion-wise too. And then everything is higher stakes. 
expectations are not something that should be set. It's something that should be known already. Sometimes if you feel like you need guidelines with somebody, honestly, sometimes that may not be the person you should be with. Or if there are guidelines and expectations that cannot be met, that are not similar, that are not the same, that you think, hey, I can go ahead and talk to as many guys as I want to in the morning, but as soon as your phone goes off at midnight, I don't give a fuck if it's a guy or a girl. If you're not answering it, I'm going to ask you why. And when you do answer it, I'm going to be pissed because you answer it. That's not a reasonable expectation that somebody should fucking have. It should be fair across the fucking board. Oh, Jesus. If I'm laying in bed with you and you're half naked and your phone is going off 50 times and you're checking your watch and you get a preview of that message on your watch and then my phone goes off and I don't even look at it and then the one time I do, you're going to give me shit about that, that that's not, this is something that needs to be addressed. That's not an expectation anymore now. That's you setting a rule that you're not following. So that's not an expectation. There's a difference between rules and expectations. My expectation is if you and me are together at that kind of time and we have our alone time, both of our phones, whether they go off or not, don't need to be looked. Or if they're going to be looked at, I get it. But you can't sit down and have your fucking watch and it has all the previews on it and you're literally reading them. Not checking to see all that. You're reading them. You're looking at them. And then mine goes off and I look to see who it is and I put it down. And the phone rings and I look to see who it is and I click it off and you're giving me shit for it. You're not, that's not an expectation from you. That's you setting a fucking rule. That's a difference and that's a fucking problem. In the words of Miss Dawn, bitches be scandalous. See y'all motherfuckers later. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Yo yo, yo yo. So I guess this is episode one of Phoenix After Midnight, even though it's not. Midnight, even though we've done some at midnight, <laughs> yeah, that have lasted too long. Uh, so this first one, we're just going to talk about why we are starting this. A little more in depth from that little teaser one um, of all that crap. So let's start off with first. Do you listen to podcasts? Yes. What kind do you listen to? Like, if there's a genre that you um, gravitate toward, a sports podcast. Like what? Like a, like the name them? No, um, no. Well, yeah, I don't care because like when you say sports, that's kind of. General? Yeah, you can have, like, shit about... Like, everybody I mean, seems to have one. Like, Stephen A. has one. All these people have I, one. I listen to... Um... The Her with Colin Cowherd. Because he brings up interesting stats. I like him. Um... I listen to Through the Wire. as a YouTuber. His, his name is Kenny. He started that with his friends in Chicago. Just... Like... Yeah. Like, and I, like we're doing here. Yep. Oh, no. okay. Just like this. Mm-hmm. And now they're sponsored by um, House of Highlands and Gatorade and all this stuff. Well, what, do, what do they talk about? Basketball. Oh, okay. Just basketball. Just the NBA. So they just started off just like just doing it because it was fun for them. Yeah. Because that's their passion. That's what they're passionate about. The American dream. Um, The Cultaholic Wrestling Video Podcast. That's about wrestling. And um, ESPN FC. But they have one? Yep, but not too often. It's like an hour, an hour like ten maybe. Do they have uh the, the two men in blazers? Do they have one? The who? Two men in Bla- you ever seen that show? No. First of all, they're hilarious. And they're usually after like the Premier League games. Well, after all of them, usually. Then they'll have like they're like it's like recapping them, but they mm-hmm. do it like as a comedy. You know, it reminds me of um part of my interruption. Is it Will yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like dunk, but just soccer. Hilarious. But they don't come out too long, so. But that's the one. Pardon the interruption. That's, On occasion, I, the podcasters, yeah. yeah, those are good. And um, 
the starving. How many do you listen to actively? And by actively, not every day, obviously. But you know when, what days they come out or actively you know or searching for them two. to listen to a day? No, two, two podcasts. You, okay, so I feel like I'm an addict because I have probably downloaded on my phone now um, a lot. Pro- definitely over 15 that are downloaded and ready to go. Um, I think the first one, I'm trying to think of the first one I really listened to. Um, I don't remember, but I know... Like, what drew me to podcasts, first, it was wrestling ones. So it's mm-hmm. like understanding Stone Cold has one and hearing his persona more at home or whatever. And, like, Jericho's is awesome because he does everybody. Um, but I like stand-up. So listening to Joe Rogan's, first of all, Joe Rogan is the fucking man of podcasts. So when you can, when I can sit and listen to a four-hour podcast with him and somebody, um, it's just fucking awesome. It's just the way it flows the way they can talk about anything. It's like they're sitting in a bar having a drink and I'm sitting there watching two good friends talk, which is awesome, which is what a lot of people do and don't record it. So it's like, well, why can't I do that? I mean, sometimes I have combos that are uh, quote unquote interestado. There's the one, your mama's house. If nobody listens to that one or watches, you need to go. Tom Segura and Christina P. That show has literally made me pee myself before. It's so funny. Dr. Drew, he's on their network. He's fucking hilarious. Bert Kreischer, Pete Holmes. I listen to so many, it's disgusting. But the ones that I gravitate more, like I said, is the ones where they're having the convo, and if you closed your eyes, you felt like you were sitting on the same couches with them and flowed. And it's like most people have these convos, people that don't have sticks up their ass. Why couldn't we do that? So the original one, though, was for the wrestling one, because wrestling nerds, we are. Mm-hmm. And it was the difference of perspective. Me growing up, Attitude Era, you growing up kind of like now-ish. Um, and then again, like we said before, shit happens, you know, life. So it's not something we continued after we did the first one. Um, and then me and somebody else, who he's on other episodes, Sage of Sorrows. We wanted as a spoof to do one as a one-off to see the male version of, um, the, view, the, view. of the view to see. Where it's like, hey, you know what the fuck? Our point of view on shit. Maybe I'm not crazy when I think about something from my marriage and him. And vice versa. And we found that there was such a good release, a relief after we talked. Or me or him feeling a certain way about something, we weren't crazy to feel that way because I felt that way too, or vice versa. Okay. And that's when I thought, this is going to kind of gain steam. And, you know, maybe not the wrestling as much because we'd have to watch a shit ton, which we do anyway. But that we can gravitate toward more fruitful. It, it was more of the combos that I listened to that I liked that I think we could do. And we can still do it with him. And there's others that have been on it. JC, there's River, there's Wild Bill. There's so many people we've done already that we'll do and have more. Uh, just having regular combos about stuff that we've gone through with this. We have one with Austin that's a paranormal one. That that one that one was really that, that, that one was awesome though. Like telling stories and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. And this is cheaper than um, going therapy. therapy. Going to therapy, you know. What Hell I mean? yeah. It's cheaper than going to therapy. Um, which I'm sure I need, but you know, like I said, I'm just going to say this stuff in therapy for someone to tell me to write it down. So instead of writing it down, I am, I'm writing it with my vocals. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. This is my, my, um, audio diary. So this is just the plans we have. We plan on putting this one and maybe one more out now, like we have with that teaser one. We have all that stuff set up or we'll have it by the time we put it out. Uh, then we want some feedback. We want to give it some time and just see how it goes. And then the plan is, cause we have, four or five, maybe a little bit more that are recorded that we have to go through and we can put out if we need to. And then um, the goal is, though, once we start putting out 
to keep at least once a week. Um, whether okay. I don't that I don't know. I told you the, this one, the Phoenix After Midnight. I feel like should be it's going to be one of those free flowing ones. Maybe it'll go out whenever we. Well, when it needs to go out. Yeah, and then the other one where we have people we talk to mm -hmm. and have certain ones, we'll maybe find a set day. But that's why this putting these teaser one outs are okay. So it gives us time. Could also give me time to find out days for work, days that work best for us to sit, edit, and then put out. Uh, but that's the goal to keep putting out continuous. You know, doing it for fun, a hobby, and you know, sometimes it's a good way to escape. What do you want to get out of it? Why do you want to? Because you, as soon as I talked about it, it was like, yes, yes, I'm down. Um. Well, just because I would watch these podcasts, and then, like you say, you feel like you're having a conversation with them, and I would sit there, and I would, like, sometimes talk out loud to myself about what they're talking about, and when you said, well, let's do a podcast, I was like, this is exactly what I wanted to do. I just didn't know how or have anybody to do it with me, and I didn't want to do one by myself. Same boat I was in, right. It's like... If I'm doing it by myself, then I don't know. I thought I would look kind of foolish. I don't think you'd look foolish, but it's where would the conversations be stirred, steered? Where would they be pushed to? What's going to be like? It's good to bounce something off someone because someone may pick something up or say something that's added to something or whatever. Um, and it's not like these conversations, again, didn't happen before or won't happen again. Um, and just it's recorded because now we're doing it for a reason. That alien one, I'm telling you, that was not planned. We just kind of was standing there, saw a light, he was gonna say something, he looked at me, and then when I said stop, he was like, let's do it. He knew the phone was coming down and we recorded. So it was, why why not do those, put those out, and then get feedback. So imagine we put one out about something, and then you get people coming back with their stories or whatever, funny stories. It's something that's maybe not so negative that can go out, and people can laugh either at their pain or bullshit they've gone through. I know other people have fucking been through it. That's what I like and what I think. Yeah. And the name. The name was a good one. Austin came up with that one, so you can check mark for him. Um, we didn't know what we wanted the name to be or collective be. Um, and my one-year-old at one time, who watches a shit ton of Teen Titans Go, I can assume his favorite character was Cyborg, because he never didn't know how to say yes. His yeses were booyah. So it's like, hey, Grayson, do you want a pancake? It was booyah. It was hey. Do you want water? Booyah. Do you want a cookie? Booyah. <laughs> That's what his yes was. And if you want to know, it would just be no. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Why don't we use that? Something with booyah because incorporate the kids. It's organic. And we're thinking of names, and we're standing outside. And Austin goes booyah bandits, and it was one of those like fuck. That's it. So that's how that name came about. The recording I thought would be cool of having an intro, which is not, that one wasn't produced by me, produced by a friend. So it's something that we actually sat down and did when we were younger. I said, we need to put the kids on it. Because it's cooler when you incorporate, like Burt Kreischer, his daughter introduces it. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's awesome. It's something that'll be there forever. Um, so I got him on record saying it, because anytime I pulled out the phone and told him to say it, he looked at me like I was a fucking moron. But I got him. I did it. And then we were trying to get Zeke to say whoop whoop for the longest. And when he said it twice, I hit it without him knowing. And he went on a nice little tangent and did that whole nice long one for me because he's a good boy. And then it was figuring out how to do it. And we came up with the one we have. We hope you like that one because I like it. I like it too. That's how that Better came out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Phoenix After Midnight too originally was supposed to be, and I think it's going to be, more, less funny stories and more stuff that's 
Personal. Personal and bothering us. The idea was writing in your journal or whatever, being vulnerable at midnight, blah, blah, all that shit. Uh, the other one we had, we had a name. Um, and then I looked it up because I guess I didn't do my real due diligence originally. Somebody already has it and uses it on YouTube, so can't use that one, so I can't give you that name yet. Um, but when that one comes out, or we start doing that one, um, well, the first one for that one that we might do after this one, we'll just put it as Phoenix After Midnight 2, but not give it an episode number. Or maybe we'll fuck it. And when we come up with a name, we'll do that. Or we might just get lazy and every episode is Phoenix After Midnight. Mm. Why do two? I guess. Yeah. And right. then we could put it like subsection, like Phoenix After Midnight 3, and then it's Male View, because we got to come up with a name for that one. Like uh, giving it a title? Yeah. Well, we can give episodes titles, like some do. Yes. So the That's, ones that are solo, we can just be Phoenix After Midnight on the couch, for, for instance, or whatever. Right. Or something. In your house? Mm. That's the one where, like where it's just us two then. I like I got that. that name. So yeah, it'll be Phoenix After Midnight in your house. That we know is us more. And then whatever topic maybe we'll have, we'll incorporate that in the title when we have somebody um, like... Um, multicultural, the one with River, something to that line. That'll be the name for that. So it's separate, but not... But it's still under the same umbrella. Under the same. So I think we're going to do that. That works. So we're not worrying about two different shits and names. Fuck it. We're going to do that. We have somebody who drew a logo. We have others that are drawing logos. We're trying to do stuff like that. You got people drawing logos? Yeah. The one who drew the flower, she's going to mm -hmm. draw a sideboard for me too. Sage drew one. I never. I didn't, didn't show you the picture. I'll show you. Um, I found places where once we have one, we can put it on t-shirts Hey, we're to work. We go to a store. Fuck it. It's something. Um, but it's going to be a slow burn. We're not trying to do all this and put all this in it because we know we're not going to get nothing back. Like, right. I'm not doing it to expect money back right away. I'm expecting years if we're still doing it. Or maybe it's something to come back or whatever the fuck. Really, it's something to do now. That's two, uh, two of us going through certain situations, and this is a good outlet for us. Yes. It's good to be creative, to get our mind out of where they have been, even though some of those holes will be dug back up mm -hmm. by necessity, but it's a good way. And I felt, and I think you agree, creativity and doing shit like this, that um, gets us from out thinking ourselves. Yes. And we hope you like it. And we want to hear your fuck stories. Like we have ours. Um, so again, we're going to put them out. We don't know when the next ones come out after we put these, we're going to give it some time. See how editing, 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 editing. That's the word. Longer ones go. Editing. Um, schooling and all that. We got. I mean, we got to just do a bunch of factors. But we wanted these to go out so we can get um, people's opinions. How you think it sounded? We sounded like assholes. What we talked about was it funny? There may be one more that I actually did record with Sage that I might put out too. That you'll see and feel will be more of maybe how it goes with topics and stuff, and with that two minute rants and all those. Um, so I think we're probably. Uh, good with this one for now this one was just a more in-depth hello i think we should do our two minute rant i was um, just about to get the, the clock ready. i don't know if you have one do you have no. one no i don't either um but let's um i don't know man you ready um yeah you want to go first yeah, i'll go, go first last time yeah i'll go first ready um, yeah, yeah set yeah, sure. go uh, reaching out um why is it that that's such i get why it's such an important component but why is it that when you have introverted people or people that don't reach out necessarily as much as they should, um, that that net right away gets 
pulled into. You don't give a shit. You're not there. You're not present. But then when you do reach out, you get vague responses. You get delayed responses, whatever the fuck the case may be. Or nobody reaches out to you. Why is it that that has to be such an important thing? If we, not say rarely talk, but if we talk and it's sporadically, shouldn't we make those times that talk matter and be important Mm -hmm. instead of it being, oh, I haven't heard from you in a day or whatever. Why jump to the negativity? Like, you know, I got shit I'm doing. You got shit you're doing. People that really, really know me and understand that me not reaching out doesn't mean I don't give a fuck. It means that that's just who I am. I have those times where I go into my, not moments, but my times where it's me time or when I have the kids, it's me and the kids. I don't reach out to fucking nobody. Doesn't mean I don't care. So I think that's another good slice of, that's why I hate social media because you don't necessarily have to reach out. You can like a picture, comment, all that bullshit. But at the same time, all the negatives that come with that. I just think if I don't reach out, dog, like doesn't mean I don't give a fuck. If I don't give a fuck, you know I don't give a fuck because I tell you I don't give a fuck. But I think my penalty is out and I'm skating on the ice. Go Rangers. You got 30 seconds. Chill. Go Rangers. Go Knicks. Arsenal FC. Fuck Liverpool even though they just won. Fuck Everton. Uh, who else? Yeah. New York City FC. Um, who am I missing? Yankees. Go Yankees. Fuck the Mets. Um, who else? Raiders. Las Vegas. Hello. How you doing? New York Giants. Holla, holla, holla. Enter Miami for MLS. That's what I'm talking about. Fuck Orlando City. Um, shout out to Ali because he's going to listen to this. you my dog, son. Whoop, whoop. Two, one. Liars. People who lie. And to me, I don't understand it. There's no real reason why you need to lie to somebody. Like, if I'm doing something that you don't like, say something, we can talk about it. You know? And that's... That's why I lost a lot of friends, but I've gained a lot of respect over the years because I tell people exactly how it is, you know? Um, if you lie to me, like, that's worse than so many other things. Like, there are so many things that are forgivable, but to me, lying is not one of them because when you lie, you're telling me that you don't respect me and that you don't really know me. Because people who know me know that I have a lot of trust issues and that I'm very selective with my time. I'm very selective with my circle. And the people who are within my circle are the elite of the elite. And when I put people, when I let people into my circle and I let people into my life, you know, I do it because I see mutual growth for both of us. Um, in in the end, you know, I always tell people, if you ask me a question, regardless, I'm going to give you an honest answer. And people are like, yeah, sure, when I think of one, I'll ask. And then something happens, and they don't say anything. They don't ask. I won't tell, because I'm not going to go and sit and rant and open up about my life to somebody who I know is going to listen tomorrow, who is going to forget, and who really isn't there for me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, three, two... Go Everton. We gotta come up with a name for that. The two minute one. But see, that's football. I just thought of hockey right away, so I don't know. Extra time. Extra time. For soccer. Um, We gotta gotta come up with a name for that. Slight injury time. Here's your two minute injury time. Go. I like that. We'll do that as a segment. Uh, 
But we hope you like it. Again, feedback, whatever. Let us know if you like it, what you didn't like, what you think we can do better. If you have a topic and you don't give a shit, let us know. Um, yeah, till next time. Oh, shout out to Charlie Company. I love you, Charlie. Yeah, that company. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop.